Hey everybody, good to see you all again. Welcome back to the Backroom Podcast with again me, Lucas Jacobs. I hope you're all doing well. Um, my God, I uh, I, I I gotta do a little bit of a, a recap on what the hell has been going on this month because I'm not gonna lie, this has been a really really brutal start to the year. Um, you, most of you guys probably know what has been going on since you probably are, you know, seeing what I'm doing on Twitter and the like, but if you're a little out of the loop and don't know why my last show didn't happen last week, well, here is why. Uh, so Mandy and I caught COVID and, uh, it, it kicked our butts hard. Uh, both her and I, we are vaccinated and I had my booster and she did not yet. And, uh, it started out just feeling kind of like a mild case of the flu, and then it just, you know, kind of got worse and worse and worse. Um, it, it didn't get really, really bad, I will say, but Mandy suffers from breathing attacks now at the moment. I don't have any ill effects except for, uh, something that I will go over a little bit in just a few. So, we got COVID. Before that, we had the flood. After that, the place got completely flooded out. It's it's been it's been really interesting. So, I'll just go ahead and go from the beginning to the month. So, beginning of the month, as you guys know, we had an apocalyptic flood. Well, not quite apocalyptic, but close enough to it the entire town was just absolutely inundated by water. And that just that, that made things really tough, because we had to have family come in, and of course we'd take them in, That's there's no even question about it, but, you know, when you kind of just, you get your life derailed like that, it's kind of hard to sometimes get it back on the rails again. So, we were, you know, getting caught up after the flood, trying to get everything done, trying to get all of our Christmas decorations down, which we finally got done. It, it was difficult. Uh, and after the flood, we then had to deal with, uh, catching COVID, which happened about a good week and a half or week or so later. And that just really knocked us down. I mean, you know what it's like when you get sick? It's great when you're a kid, because, you know, you don't have to go to school. But as an adult, it sucks, because then you gotta make up that work. And luckily, I can make it up pretty quickly, but for Mandy, it's a tad bit more difficult. So we're just now in the process of catching up after being sick for about a good week and a half, both of us. And uh, then to top that off, right as we were starting to get better, um, the basement right down below where I'm sitting right now actually, uh, flooded out. So our fucking storage unit's down there. And man, I'm, you know, I'm never gonna be able to monetize these on YouTube just because I don't censor out my curse words. But our storage unit is down there. And we had to move most of our stuff out while we were still sick. And I'm not gonna lie, running up and down a flight of stairs while you have COVID is very challenging. It is, it, it's, it's hard. Like, your, te your fucking chest just tightens up and you can't really breathe. It's it's honestly kind of scary. So it took us like three times the amount of time that it normally would take, but we got things out of there. And at that point, we just started kind of losing our minds because we still had all of our Christmas you know, stuff to put away. We had not gotten to that yet. And now we have all of this extra stuff that we have to bring up from the storage unit. It was driving us crazy. 
So I found out a way to uh, since I am since I got into woodworking, which actually weirdly enough perfectly works with this. I had a bunch of scrap wood just lying around, and I had a bunch of these workout mats that I wasn't using. So I just put some scrap wood down, and I put the workout mats out, and it made a nice barrier between the water below. So we were able to bring our stuff back in, back down there in about a you know week or so. And we were able to, for the most part, get everything back down there. And now we're working on actually getting the rest of the Christmas decorations uh, back in there. It's still flooded out. The owner has a weird thing without with letting other people touch the pipes. We know exactly where the leak is coming from, but he is not willing to hire a plumber. He wants to come and do it himself, but he's sick, so he's kind of just BSing and wasting time. I'm not saying that he's wasting time, he is sick, don't get me wrong, but he's not willing to hire someone to come get this done, and it's still flooding. It, it's not changing, it's getting worse. So that's what's currently going on right now. And right after all of that, you know, kind of started to get, you know, a bit, a bit more patched up, COVID just decided to have a little bit more fun with yours truly here. If any of you guys caught it and you had any, um... Uh, intestinal issues, I feel for you, because I, it hit me hard, I don't know, I, I don't know why the hell it did that, but it did, so that hit for a couple of days, finally that went away, and on the final day, oh, just a moment, hello everybody, I'm back, sorry about that, and I return with a special little guest, let me go ahead and bring him up here, Artie, come on, he doesn't like jumping up on command. I'll give you just a moment. Come here, bud, bud. Come here. We gotta have our cat break as usual. I don't know if I brought Artemis on last time I was on here, but here's Artie. He's a good boy. Not the hugest fan of being held, but he is super chill. Alright, uh, to get back on track where I was at, oh man, okay, <laughs> I can edit these down a little bit, but I will say, man, editing right back on track to where I get, you know, my, uh, my train of thought back, that's, uh, that's gonna be a little tough. Anyway, so, yada yada yada, uh, oh yes, the final day of the month, uh, I was going to go down and start dispatching our Christmas tree, because we got a real Christmas tree this past year, and, um, I fell down the fucking stairs. <laughs> I caught myself before I really went tumbling, but that just seemed like the icing on the cake to wrap up the end of January. And uh, I'm not gonna lie, I'm, I'm pretty damn happy to see it go. I, I do not wanna go back to January. That month fucking sucked. But a lot better than last year because last year around this exact time my dad was dealing with the infection in his knee from the surgery and my aunt had also just recently passed away. So I'll take the start of this year over last year any day but still not much fun. Not a good time. <laughs> anyway it's like this took up like most of the well not most but half of the entire podcast so far so we'll go ahead and move on to the actual topic which is going to be um I, uh, I used to get paid to scare the crap out of people. We're gonna go ahead and delve into a little bit of my creepier side here, just so you guys can maybe get to know a part of me that you've never met before. So, 
Before I really get into how I made money doing this, I'll go ahead and get to my roots. So, I like to scare people. I, I just do. I have fun doing it. I, there's no malicious intent. I never want to hurt anybody ever. I just like to scare the crap out of them until they shit themselves. <laughs> so, when I was a little kid, um, you know, I would go trick-or-treating as little kids would. And as I started to grow older, I, I started, you know, losing interest in trick-or-treating as much. I just, I didn't want to do it as much. So I wanted to still, you know, interact and be a part of the holiday because it just kind of was a part of who I was. I loved it as a kid. So I thought, what could I really do? Well, one year, I, uh, after I was done trick-or-treating, I had this full body costume on so you couldn't see any skin. And if I stood still, You'd have no idea that I wasn't that that I was a person. You thought you'd probably think I was a mannequin, a good one. And I would I stood there, just waiting for people to come up to get their candy, and then I'd jump out, and it would just scare the crap out of them. And bear in mind, I think at this time I was probably like I don't know, 11, 10 or 11, maybe even nine, and. I just got this adrenaline rush from it. It felt great. It was just watching people running down the road, scared out of their minds, just because this little kid was wearing a werewolf costume and jumping out and spooking them. It was, it, it really was fun. It was very festive for me. And ever since then, every Halloween, I've always upped the ante. I've wanted to scare the crap out of people more and more so this led all the way through my high school career when I uh, I believe it was my junior year of high school came around I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Silent Hill but it's uh, it, 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 it it's big influence in my life to an extent when it comes to horror I loved the costumes I loved the horror in it just the creepiness of the entire atmosphere I mean there's an entire lore to go behind it, but it's it's fascinating and I clung on to that as a teenager because I was also really into reading creepy pastas and listening to creepy music. I was I, I was a little bit of an angsty teenager. But I uh I started making a costume. Now I wasn't built like a character by any means, but I went all the way into crafting this costume and I made the whole thing myself with the help of my mom. And it took me a couple of months, but in the end, the result was really cool. And if I can find any pictures, I'll go ahead and post them on the YouTube uh, part of this so you guys can see that. Uh, they'll probably be, you know, right here where my voice is. Um, but I made that, and I fucking loved it. It was such a cool costume, and I was so proud of it, and I wore it for several years. But it was bulky, and it was heavy, and I never really, you know, I couldn't really do much with it except maybe put it on display when I wasn't using it, so a couple years later there was a game that came out called, um, oh god, oh, I forget the name of it, but there was a character in that game called Safehead, and I started crafting that. I didn't never got to finish it, but I was making it different and better than before, so I guess I found I have a, an interesting costume making. Uh, so, I guess that's kind of a segue into this next part. See, when I moved to Idaho, 
things changed and uh, I started going to college and I started working at a place called Grocery Outlet. Now, it's a great store, awesome place to shop at, but the one that I was working at was awful. The management was terrible and it was my first job, my first legitimate job, like the first time I ever earned a paycheck job. And I lasted there about maybe two weeks because while my ex and I were in college, we saw a casting call for the local amusement park called Spoo- uh, I think they had it as, um, the place is called Silverwood, that's the name of it. It's outside of Athol. Uh, it's, it's called Silverwood, but during Halloween time, it's called Scarywood. So, they were doing casting calls for, uh, people to come in and, uh, pose as uh, actors there to scare the crap out of people and my ex and I thought oh my god this sounds like fun so we went there and auditioned and uh, we were just hoping just hoping that we would get a call back and we did and from there we went on to what it would be about our job was to basically provide an experience for the guests that were coming into the park to just really scare the shit out of them, and we put our all into what we were doing. She turned into what I think they called a roamer, which meant that she had a specific area that she could stay in, but she'd walk around it and do whatever the hell she wanted. Me, I worked in an attraction called Caved In, and uh, same with uh, posting of the other picture. I'll show you what I looked like if I can find the picture. You'll see it right here. If not, you'll just see me talking. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if you could see it, that's what I dressed up as. I dressed up as a... Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen The Descent, but they're these demonic creatures that uh, live underground. They look kind of like vampires, and that's what I, I looked like. And I would hide in the shadows in like this crypt-like area. And I would jump out when people would least suspect it. Like, there were these literal, uh, curves built into the wall where you could go behind the set and run, like, run around and jump out and scare people. They call them spook holes, I think. And you could jump out multiple times on the same group and get them just boom, boom, boom. It was addictive as hell, too. Oh my god. Jumping out and scaring the just absolute piss out of people it was it was an adrenaline rush like I've never felt before and I got to do that for an entire month and I got paid to do it which was incredible uh, she, uh, my ex at the time was absolutely killing it as well I mean she was having a ton of fun we were both having a lot of fun but see the thing is is no matter how much you love doing something it will get old eventually, to an extent, and if you w run yourself ragged like we were, I mean, we were going there at like 6 p.m. and getting off at about like 2 or 3, like actually like leaving at around 2 or 3, it was, it was hard. I mean, it was a lot of fun, we only did it during the weekends, it wasn't like an everyday thing, but it was, it was really challenging, it was hard work, and especially if you're not you know, trained properly on how to scream, there is a right and wrong way on how to scream, and if you don't do it right, um, you will ruin your vocal cords, and that, that sucks. Like, it is not fun, so I had to learn how to scream properly or not scream at all, which I kind of did a mixture of, and you gotta be careful too, because People, they do go there to get scared. They expect to get scared, but that's not going to stop some people's reactions. Some people just naturally lash out 
when they're scared. Well, people did that, and I got punched a couple of times. In the last one, someone got me right in the face and knocked me over, and you try your best to get away from them. You get in and you get out, that's the entire point of it, but sometimes you linger a little too long, and they react, and they just deck you. The last guy was really nice about it, he helped get me up, and everything was fine. But other people didn't get off so lucky, there was this poor woman that got picked up and choked out. Tiny girl! Some asshole decided to come in and just do that, so there was a legitimate danger with doing this, but it was so just satisfying and fun to make people scared in a safe way. Not in a way that they genuinely fear for their life, but in a way where they're like, Oh, Jesus, that's scary. Now, if you're the kind of person that likes to be genuinely scared for your life, I have a great resource for you. It's called McManey Manor. I don't know if they still run it, but they will literally tap into your worst fears and there are no safe words. Uh, I've never, I would never try it myself, I'm not that much of a masochist, but if you're interested in that sort of thing, I think it's called again McManey Manor. It's horrifying and just disturbing and people pay for it. It's wild. <laughs> Oh, I know this is a bit of a shorter uh, podcast, and I do apologize for that. I'm just trying to get caught up with everything, and these podcasts do take some time for me to get out. The next one will be much longer, and we'll probably have a much deeper topic, but I just wanted to share this bit of who I am to you guys, and it's a part of why I like narration, why I like scary, spooky things, why I love Halloween, why I love the fall time of year. It's because it gives me that feeling that... The ghosts are out. The spooks are about. I don't know. It feel it may it kind of almost bridges the fantastical in a way, and I love it. And it, it's all in good fun, and it's safe. That's what matters to me. Ah, <sighs> oh, but anyway, everybody, again, thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. Again, I will be getting back to it, and what I'm thinking of doing. And if you stuck around, I, I do appreciate you guys. I'm thinking of releasing another podcast every week um, for subscribers because I don't have any ads on here uh, on at least uh, the one that you're listening to because they haven't built out any for me. I don't have any sponsorships and I would like to start making a little bit of money doing this. Uh, it's, it's a lot of fun, but I also want to make a little source of income from it. So I'm going to be making another podcast each week for subscribers. Uh, I'll probably start doing that next week, and all you have to do to subscribe, I think it's like maybe $5 a month or something along those lines, that will get you in, and you'll get an exclusive podcast only for your guys' ears. Um, regardless of if that's something that works out or not, it's just something that I want to try. Uh, you know, you never get anywhere unless you try new things. So, that's probably what I'm going to go for. Um, I have no idea what next week's podcast is going to be about, so it'll be interesting. I might even bring Mandy on for all we know. Uh, I do want to start doing interviews and bringing other people onto the show so maybe we can hear some other stories and get to know uh, maybe a, a couple of new things, maybe learn a few new skills. Anyways, again, thank you all so much for hanging out and listening to me today. I I really do appreciate it. I'm feeling much better, so beat COVID. Don't get it. It sucks. Uh, don't know what your affiliations are, but get vaccinated if you can. It's worth it. It might save your life. Uh, follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Discord. I'll link all that stuff down below in my bio. Uh, and, well, as always, everybody, you drive safe. 
And, uh, well, I'll see you all again very, very soon.